0: And Welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So something I've been thinking about lately, because I listened to this episode of the podcast Pop Rocket, where they talked about celebrity journalism. I've been thinking about kind of the, not demise, and not as much even necessarily decline, but the change in how we view celebrities. And when I say that, I don't mean like, oh, in my lifetime, what I've seen. I just mean, I mean, it's easy to understand what it was like before, but in my lifetime or consciousness, it's been very much the way it is now, how we pay attention to celebrities. And that is to say, not that much, or at least not in a zoned in, like, I care about every move they make kind of way. And I'm not sure if necessarily all the publications understand this way of thinking. People will ask me, particularly like adults will ask me, for example, who's your favorite celebrity? And I don't really have one. And that's not because I'm like an an anomaly. It's because that's not really how it works that much anymore. If you said, who's your favorite, favorite actor named Chris even, and there are like 200 of those, I still wouldn't be able to say. Because somehow, even though we have a ton of ways to find out their personalities like through social media and interviews all over YouTube and everything it's still in a way that almost makes it harder to like them and we are we have so much access to like the problems that they've had and the mistakes that they've made and there are so many of them populating like everything all the time I mean they're on podcasts and posting pictures of themselves doing embarrassing things on Instagram and putting things on their snap stories it really just feels like We're almost friends with them. And in that way, it's kind of harder to be in awe of them sometimes. So it's not like, oh, you know, in the 40s when you're like looking through a magazine or newspaper and it's like, so and so is doing her dishes today. And everyone freaks out. I assume, I don't know. I guess that happened because you're like, they're just like us. Like now, the portion of a magazine that says they're just like us seems ridiculous because you're like, I, yeah, I know. I saw her doing her dishes the other day on her Snap story. And I remember even being younger and looking in magazines and seeing the part that said they're just like us. And this was like before Snapchat or Instagram and thinking, well, that's just ridiculous. Like, obviously they are, because there's an aspect of it where they don't necessarily look fancy and they don't look as enigmatic as they otherwise would. And thinking about the type of celebrity who does have that kind of enigmatic personality, like if you think about maybe Lady Gaga She doesn't act like a normal person does, like your civilian, everyday man. She's wearing really odd outfits and being eccentric, and that's what makes her more awe-striking, you know? But if you're talking about, like, even someone beloved like Blake Lively, she's still just kind of living her life, and we know about it, and that's how it is. But I think that we don't really feel the need for details about them or the need for grasping onto aspects of their personalities anymore because it's kind of all out there and in that way of being all out there it's like simultaneously really easy to know them and also harder because they get to pick and choose so much and like there's not as much catching them like via paparazzi as it is just like they're gonna tell you what they're up to so I guess it doesn't seem as glamorous and because it doesn't seem as glamorous it's kind of like okay well I guess they're just going to Trader Joe's, and I guess I'm going to Trader Joe's, and you know, all right, which I'm sure is kind of a problem for them, not like, oh, poor them, but if you're a celebrity and you're trying to sell something that's been, like, sponsored on your Instagram, maybe people not being necessarily as in awe of you all the time might make it harder to sell that. Like, I'm not tempted to buy smart water because Jennifer Aniston is selling smart water. But maybe if there were fewer celebrities or if there were fewer people, like if I didn't know about them necessarily or I didn't hear from them constantly, that would seem like it was more valuable. But because they're constantly endorsing things constantly all over the place, I feel like I don't even really need to pay attention to them because they're everywhere. So I guess at the heart of what I'm saying is that I don't really see me and my friends talking about celebrities at all. We don't really have favorite actors and actresses. We don't really talk about musicians that much as being our favorites. We don't really talk about, like, having posters of them. I can't remember the last time I saw someone with a poster in their bedroom of, like, Demi Lovato, maybe, like, at least years ago. Because they're kind of just there, so you don't need to put in that extra effort to find things and find ways to idolize them. Because you can just kind of check in on them if you want to, and it doesn't feel like a special gift when you get to see what they're up to. And now this week... Lizzie's life lesson resurrected it's been a while I've been thinking a lot about my high school career and various things I've learned so I have a bunch of these on the docket but one for this week is boy related and what I learned multiple times and finally finally learned I guess is that if you're in a relationship you shouldn't expect the other person to like only focus on you and if they do that's like not a good sign I, when I was in my first relationship, it really, I guess I just kind of assumed, or that's the way we behave toward each other, that like, if you have a hobby and you're doing that instead of hanging out with me, like, that's a bad thing. If you would rather do something else than hang out with me, that's a bad thing. And it means something bad about me and how you feel about me. Like, if you're not putting me over everything else, then that's bad. And if you decide that I'm not your only interest, then something must be wrong. And in reality, like, that obviously didn't end up working out. Like, it didn't end up working out that we were each other's only interests because that's not the way people are. And you shouldn't be just only focusing on one person. Like, they should be an interest. But, like, if you're their only one, then what does that mean? And, like, what does that mean about them if they're willing to give up, like, friends and other things for you that cannot possibly be good and it's only going to lead to problems because you can't have one interest you're going to get sick of that interest and you're going to find problems with it and it's just never going to end up going the right way and it'll mean that you need them and you freak out when you lose them and you don't have anything for yourself and it like it's kind of a hard thing to learn and i didn't really learn it as much as I should have by the end of my first relationship I mean I learned it pretty well but it's a hard thing to learn because like it's your first one and like I was a sophomore so how was I supposed to really know that but I've been thinking a lot about it lately and kind of realizing like that's never going to end up well and that's not how it should be even though like often it can be romanticized obviously like romance is romanticized and Made to seem like, you know, you are my other half and you're the one and like my soulmate and all that. But like, you should have other soulmates, like your friends, and like you shouldn't have another half. You should just be yourself. And then maybe there's another person there. But if they're out, you can always do whatever you like to do and like should do what you like to do. And I just wish that I had known that like starting out. Um, And I think I would have saved myself a lot of heartache because I wouldn't have been so upset when we broke up But also even when we were together, I wouldn't have been so like On edge all the time about what it might mean if he wanted to do something other than hang out with me I would analyze it to death and think about how maybe that would mean that like I'm boring. I'm not good enough. I'm not interesting anymore. We're like losing our relationship all because he's like wants to go off and do something else that's not how it should be and I should have been fine with that and I should have been more understanding and I mean it went both ways so that's definitely something that I've learned that's hard to learn but like they're supposed to be their own person and you're supposed to be your own person and just because you're like obsessed with each other doesn't mean that you can't also be obsessed with other things and doesn't mean that you shouldn't be obsessed with other things you should be And so there you go. That's a Lizzie's life lesson for the week. And now something I'm semi done with, which is prom. At my school, senior and junior prom are one thing. So I've already gone to prom and I'm kind of feeling done with it right now. That's not to say I'm not like kind of excited for it because it's really one of the last times when my grade and I will all be together in the same room besides graduation And I know it's going to be fun to like hang out with my friends, but it's just not as exciting as it was last year. There aren't really promposals, which I talked about a while back, like a year ago, um, which are a big deal and a big like point of excitement and buzz when you're a junior. But when you're a senior, it's more the kind of thing where you just shoot someone a text and say, want to go? And you go. I'm focusing on other things right now, like saying goodbye to my friends and college and graduation and it just kind of doesn't seem like as big a thing and I already know that there's kind of a lot of standing around doing nothing at prom and like after prom the after party is a bigger deal and more fun so while it's exciting to like get dressed up there's a part of it that's like well I did this already and when you're a junior it's really exciting to be at prom in a way with seniors because you're like oh cool older people but when you're a senior then you're kind of like, well, I know the juniors already and we're the older kids, so nothing against them, but it's more exciting to be somewhere where everyone's older than someone, somewhere where everyone's younger. Maybe it's because this year I don't have a boyfriend that I'm going to prom with, so last year it was more like, ooh-hoo, me and my boyfriend are going to go, but I don't really think that's it because I'm going with one of my best friends this year who's a girl and we're just going to have a blast and she doesn't go to my school, so that's going to be also super fun. But I don't know it just seems like it's not as exciting and maybe that's because I already know what it's going to be like so I'm not really building it up in my head but I will say it's going to be really nice to be in a big room or a big space with everyone that I've basically grown up with for 13 years for what's one of the last times so that's going to be good and it's going to be nice and I just need to get more amped up for it so that's all for this week thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then